I know families that are really happy because they put their family before money. Yeah. And so yeah. they're actually happier yeah. and they don't need all the expensive clothes, expensive food. Hello friends, welcome to today's podcast, the last in this seven-day series on the theme of hope. Today we will be hearing from Ant Newman. Ant has a wealth of experience in mental health and will be talking to us about the importance of rest. Some of what Ant shares will be challenging, but hopefully also inspiring and encouraging as we seek to be more intentional about how we rest. Let's hear from Ant. Pleased to welcome Ant Newman. Um, Ant, thanks for being with us here. Thanks for having me. Really looking forward to speaking to you, actually. And as you know, we're looking at this theme of hope for this week. And this is the last podcast, so you're ending this whole series on hope. Okay, it's a big finale. <laughs> it's a big finale. Is we're it? expecting fireworks, is okay, that right? Okay, yeah, well, I'll see what I can come up with. <laughs> but this is a theme, that the sub-theme for, for this one. We're going to be looking at rest. And uh, I know that this is something that you... Uh, it's close to your heart, actually, and the the field of work that you're involved in is a really critical area. So I'll just give a quick int- intro to, to you, a bit of your background. So you uh, come from a, like a background of working in youth and adult services, helping people on, in, in basically difficult times with maybe with addiction or mental health, uh, criminality, different issues like that. You've really, really walked alongside people in both uh, the, in this context of NHS and also um, the charity sector. You've uh, written a whole uh, course on, on actually recovery, of helping people coming out of recovery. And uh, you're a musician, you're an artist, you're a dancer, you used to break dance a lot. There's not many things you don't do. <laughs> I don't do crochet. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. well, there you go. You or should, knitting. Maybe you should uh, think about that. Okay, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're, we're so we're speaking about about the idea of rest and it's something that I know I'm not very good at uh, but I'd love to hear kind of from you what what does what does rest mean for you I mean it's such a big topic I guess for me rest uh, is a lot more than just like not doing anything you know so often we can think of rest of like as lying on a beach you know and that's rest and that can be a part of rest 100% I'm all about getting on the beach but um, I think rest is really um, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and for me personally, I've been on a journey where as a kid, I grew up with, with, you know, stresses at home. Mm. Basically, by the time I was nine, it became a single parent family. Mum brought us up. Mm. And subconsciously, that brought a lot of, you know, anxiety and stresses. Mm. Um, and so I think in my life journey, l- learning about anxiety, stress, um, rest and recovery has been, mm just an important thing for me to go on for my own sanity yeah. and of course it kind of comes out in what you do as well so yeah. it's no wonder that I ended up walking alongside people working yeah. in recovery services looking at life skills looking at addiction looking at mental health yeah um, so for me it's a holistic thing mm. it's a lot more than just not doing anything or going yeah, on holiday okay yeah and, and and maybe we're not actually really familiar with the concept of rest as, as maybe we we have been in the past but and I, for one I, I can see our culture very much as a driven culture particularly in the west um, how, how do we um, how do we kind of come out of that how do we kind of disengage from that kind of mindset of just got to keep going just keep going what are your thoughts on how we kind of disengage from that kind of mindset well yeah uh i mean i think we do in the west like you say we are driven a lot by career mm. by climbing the ladder yeah by money yeah um often we're set up to think i need to work to get money 
you know, rather than to live a fulfilling life. Right, yeah. So I think it's out changing our view of, of work and yeah. thinking more about what are my giftings, what's my vocation, mm. um, and what sort of lifestyle do I want, not yeah. do I want a load of money. Do mm. I need a big house? Well, if I don't need a big house, then I don't need to get a big house, so I don't yeah. need to try and earn loads of money to get one. Yeah. You know, and there's lots of pressure, uh, Instagram culture, this is what you should have to be a successful upwardly yeah, mobile person, really, really social pressures. Yep. Um, so we do live in a culture that is driven by, I would say, the biggest addiction isn't heroin. That's I, My understanding is that's about 0.01% of the population. <laughs> right? I'd say workaholism right. is probably... Yeah a lot more destructive and a yeah. lot more prevalent. Yeah. Um, so workaholism is like any addiction. Yeah. It hurts the people that are in it and it hurts mm. the people around them. Mm. So mm. you can say, oh, well, I'm not doing drugs or I'm not. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Addiction has traits that whether mm. it's work or gambling or drugs or yeah. pornography or whatever your thing is, yeah. whatever, you're, <laughs> yeah. whatever, it always impacts the person and mm. those around them. That's so true. it's thinking about what is the impact of the hours that I'm putting in? Yeah. What is the impact of doing a job maybe that I'm not actually that gifted at and I've got yeah. a gifting elsewhere yeah. that would be more fulfilling and ultimately I would be able to rest more because I'm not driven by unhelpful things like yeah. money or success or climbing the ladder, but I'm inspired to get up each morning to do what I want to do. Now, we can't always do that. There are times to just pay the bills, yeah. but I do think rest is about taking time out mm. to contemplate and think, actually, what am I doing? Mm. And we often run away from rest, from taking time out to contemplate through fear of what we might discover. Yeah, yeah. Scared to stop. Scared to stop. Fear of maybe uh, if we're in a workaholic sort of situation, um, we can be running from things. Mm. And we can be running from unprocessed emotional things that have been difficult. Yeah. Um, and we don't want them to catch up with us. Yeah. And so we just keep going keep going that's re really fascinating and for some that are listening that may be kind of a new perspective on on, on how we just do life or even forms of addiction uh, i know that really speaks to me i find it as i said really difficult to, to stop and to rest and and i am um, i feel quite driven and it doesn't always feel very healthy so this is really i feel like you're really speaking to me when you're you're talking it's just really really great um, the, I mean, some people will be actually just really struggling just to make ends meet, and so like work is like just essentially like you have, you're driven by this kind of need to just you've, you've got to you've got to do work at two jobs to kind of make ends meet. That's a really difficult place to be in, and so the idea of of stopping and resting will feel completely alien if in that place. Any any thoughts on that kind of you know some folk may find themselves in that situation. Yeah, definitely, and and um, particularly if you're from a low income background, that can be really difficult. Yeah. You know, we can often feel guilty for resting. Mm. Um, I personally have learned to live on a low income, mm. so we might need to sacrifice things to reduce our stress levels. Mm. Um, and in the West, often more, bigger, better is seen as. Mm as like somehow something that we should look up to. Yeah. Um, there's a funny sort of situation with the, the most recent Pope. I think he, he drives some old banger, you know, <laughs> right. and refuses to live in the, in the, uh, the Vatican. He just lives in oh, his little, yeah. yeah, because he's, he's making a comment, yeah. you know, and obviously he has an influence over a large population of yeah. people that follow him. 
And so he's making a statement. Yeah. I don't need these things. They're not the things that actually make me happy as a person. Yeah. So I think we review what actually makes me happy. Do I actually want the big house, the big car? Because if I do, then I need to put the hours and get the money in to get right. those things. So I think... Um, what's our driver in many ways? What's driving us? Yeah. Right. And can we learn to live on a low income? Mm. You know, um, can we learn to budget well? Can we learn to like be be resourceful and creative about how we live? Um, I know families that are really happy because they put their family before money. Yeah. And so yeah. they're actually happier yeah. and they don't need all the expensive clothes and expensive food. And yeah. you know what I mean? So thinking about our lifestyle yeah. is one thing. The other thing I think about is um, they did a research um, around the whole 40-hour week and right. where that comes from. Okay. And it came from research that when we put more hours in, we weren't necessarily more productive. Right. So I know for me, if I've got longer to do something, I take longer to do it. Yeah. So whereas if you have a more of a focused time... Um, they've just found that we are more productive if we spend less time doing something sometimes. Obviously, if we've got a business, sometimes you have got a, you know, you've got to do yeah. a bit of overtime. That's a part and parcel of it. Yeah. But we don't want to maintain that for long periods of time. Mm. So it's okay to have occasional bursts of intensity, but we don't want to keep that going for, for, for years of just, yeah. that's not healthy for us. No, that's really interesting. Something that I, I talk about is that there is, there's the times of war when we actually just, we've just got to crack on and, and it's hard graft, but there's times of peace. But like you were saying, if we don't step out of that mindset of being in war, actually there's no, there's not the rest. There's not the recovery from that, that season of, of war, whatever it is, whether that's just you know, this last year of COVID being really difficult or yeah. um, just a really hard season in your life, whatever mm -hmm. it is. So there, there has to be this returning to uh, a rhythm of rest, a, a place where you can recover and mm -hmm. heal and those things. So Yeah, I think that's a really important thing about recovery and a rhythm of rest. So mm -hmm. two things, like if we look at nature... You, and you think about seasons of when we're really battling with things and then seasons to recuperate. We're yeah. not always on the battlefield. Otherwise, yeah. we're just going to end up flagging, aren't we? Yeah. Um, the seasons, we have winter, we have spring, summer, autumn. You know, yeah. if earth is the earth is not constantly in springtime <laughs> creating new life, is it? It's, it's seasonal. Well, if that's our planet, why are we trying to fight what our mm. planet is trying to tell us? Because mm. we're a part of it, right? And then the other thing, I think of our ancient sort of traditions of our ancestors like... The Sabbath or Shabbat, as as um, you know, Middle Eastern Jewish culture would call it, yeah. and it's the idea of taking a day out every week yeah. from work and having it as a sacred day. Mm. And obviously, for them, spirituality is a big part of that. But also, family, community, mm. contemplation, prayer, meditation, all those yeah. things. And I think they're really healthy things that we can learn from our ancestors that we've forsaken to our detriment in yeah. terms of our mental health and our physical health and our I, family life. I mean, it wasn't long before we had that. You know, you, you could never go to the shop on a Sunday. We even had half-day closing on Wednesday. There, there's a, there was a, clearly a very different rhythm not too long ago, but we are very much open all hours. We want 24-7 response. We want um, delivery of, of an item next day. You know, there, there's a, we're putting these demands on our on ourselves but ultimately they, they will have they have a cost don't they yeah maybe it's the monetary cost is is beneficial but actually the, there's a other cost absolutely and it is about thinking about what is the what am i actually paying here is it are we talking money or are we talking other currency yeah so quality family time mm. i would say is a more expensive currency to be paying yeah for monetary 
stuff. Yeah, you know. We've um, I've got three girls and, and we've experienced that. They've all got uh, devices. And I'm sure that everybody listening to this will be familiar with that that kind of the pull for, for young kids to have devices and to be on the screen all the time. And for us in this, you know, in Coke, we're on the screens nonstop during a lockdown. And we were, we as a family, we realised this. There, this not this wasn't a healthy rhythm that we're in, like being on the screens all the time. So we actually established a. We had talked with the whole family. Said, okay, well, let's let's have a screen-free day. So we have a rest from being on the screens, a rest from actually being constantly being being able to be contacted by whoever. Um, there's nothing wrong with connection. We need to be connected, but there's a time when we've got to rest and and and. Uh, and what's amazing, it's been actually really difficult to implement, and there's been a lot of. Uh, crying about that, you know, not having the the screen. But is it mainly you crying about it? It is. It is, it is. Yeah, I'm a lot of tantrums by me. <laughs> um, but actually, what what some really amazing things have come from that? Girls have gone and got a board game. We've had a conversation, going for walks, and we've as a family, we've been able to connect in a way that we we actually definitely weren't doing before. So it's something that I'm now hold, really holding on to. So that in what you're saying here, I'm seeing that as a as a rest for us as a family. That I just want to say. Um, I don't want to let go of this because yeah. I can see great value in, in this. Yeah, and that's it, isn't it? It's like if I don't rest from work, when I go back to work, am I really going to be that productive in work anyway? Right. So I think when we rest, mm. we actually are more productive when we're going to work anyway. How much mm. is 24-7 culture producing good work in, at the end of the day? You yeah. know? So I think if we understand that rest is an investment mm. into work, it's not... I'm being lazy, mm. you know, um, I need to be seen to be being productive all the time. Yeah. It's like, that's not what our ancestors did. It's not yeah. what nature does. Why are we fighting it? Mm. What are we driven by? Yeah. You know, and are we driven by healthy things? And yeah. I think that comes back to when we take time out to contemplate prayer, meditation, whatever you, whatever is helpful for you. Yeah. You know, that's when we get in touch with who we really are mm. and what's driving us. Right. Yeah. So there, there, uh, there's something that we're, we're potentially really missing out on at the moment in our, our culture. Um, what what ways, to, examples, maybe personal, maybe something you've walked along with, um, what uh, kind of ways have you seen the impact, positive impact, in adopting this, this culture of rest? Um, for me at the moment, um, my own personal kind of journey, um, I get up early in the morning um, and my time in the morning to journal. Oh, uh, so yeah. journaling sounds like this kind of, it, I don't know, it sounds silly. And I think us, for us as men, we're like, journaling? I don't want to get in touch with my feelings. And of course, we're looking at mental health. We're looking at um, mental health amongst men. At the moment, we know that, um, and this is a very serious point, the highest rate of, the highest killer of men is suicide. Right. Yeah. So we need to take this seriously. It's not about being wet if you get in touch with your feelings. It's yeah. incredibly important and strong and masculine. Yeah. And it's masculine to be vulnerable. And I'm, a, I'm, I'm targeting men here, but there's lots of workaholic-driven women that don't want to get in tune with what they're really feeling yeah. as well. Yeah. But journaling is a really good way of getting out what's inside you. Mm. And um, what I've found uh, with that practice is I, I sometimes I would just write unfiltered. Right. Okay. Not no censoring. This yeah. is actually what I'm thinking and feeling. These are the things that are buzzing around my internal life, right. and they'll give me keys to see what's actually going on for me, so mm. I can address those things. Mm. Um, the other thing is that um, I will do prayer and meditation. So 
for me that's not just about emptying myself of distractions and being present and mindful in the moment that's an Eastern thing, yeah. which is really helpful. Yeah. Um, but the Middle Eastern approach is also about what am I filling myself with? So, for mm. example, you know, thinking about Sabbath, the Jews will obviously meditate on the word of God. It might mm. be a, a prayer or whatever. Mm. Um, but there's a sense of connection to the bigger picture. Right. You know, what are the life lessons that I'm learning? What are the th what are the kind of messages, if you like, that are coming through for me right now that I'm learning and growing in and growing mm. as a person? Mm. So I think learning and growing as a person is really important. We call it lifelong learning. So yeah. so for me, the time in the morning for prayer, journaling, meditation, contemplation mm. gets me connected again. So I start right. my day connected, not disconnected and driven. Yeah, that's and been that helpful for me. That's really, really good. And, and that, that, I mean, just as the fact of doing it in the morning can be, that can be a barrier for setting aside that, those times. So we're kind of back to this point of like, well, first thing when we wake up, we're thinking, oh man, I've got to get this the X, Y, Z done in, in this work today. It's, you know, you, straight away, your mind's thinking about work and go, 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 yeah. go. You know, maybe just wolfing down a, a bit of uh, cereal or, or a bit of toast or whatever it is and then you're kind of cracking on yeah. so that, so we have to be really intentional about this and it's probably something not, it's not going to happen overnight is it no it's practice these things all take practice and to start off with they're usually really uncomfortable and ugly yeah i mean when i first um did a um uh, a meditation session um and I was fidgeting and my mind was racing and I was just, it was horrible. I was not relaxed. It was yeah. actually an incredibly unpleasant experience. <laughs> and I was just meant to be sat relaxing and right. being, being mindful. Yeah. And, and, I, and it took me about, I'd say at least 20, 25 minutes before I suddenly just sank into mm. a place of rest. And uh, a friend looked at me afterwards and said, wow, where have you been? You look different. Right. Now that's a powerful statement you yeah know, i looked different so for me mm. if if i do take time out if I, if you're busy you've got kids you you know if you just put 15 minutes 20 minutes whatever you can yeah. aside in the morning to get connected and in tune what's going you'll hit the day more rested yeah and you'll probably be more productive and more focused yeah um, but that is going to take time because if yeah. you've been running away from a lot of things by not resting to start off with, those things will catch up with you and it will be uncomfortable. Yeah. But you've got to go, like a bit like exercise, yeah. you've got to go through the pain to get the gain. Yeah. And that's what a lot of us are running from, which is right. why we think about addiction and mental health services, which I've been involved in. Yeah. So much of that is we, we, we have worked out dysfunctional coping mechanisms to deal with very difficult things mm. and we end up crashing. Right. What, we, what we say is it takes a breakdown to get a breakthrough. Yeah. How many people, were, you know, are, end up having heart problems because of stress and it mm. takes that to actually get them to stop? How yeah. many people are drinking and smoking more, realizing it's messing their health up and it actually it's taken that to actually think something's not working? Yeah, that's a sad reality, isn't it, that we, 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 we need breakdown to get breakthrough. So. Mm. These things are really important because to reverse that that concept and to say actually you know we can get breakthrough with actually be intentional about rest we can we can you know take our foot off the accelerator mm. and actually you won't get to the point of breakdown yeah, uh, yeah. that's 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 um, maybe easier said than than done but if we, if we're aware that that is the that is our destination yeah if we're not doing that maybe that will help us maybe that will just just say okay maybe maybe I have to think about this and be really consider what I'm doing yeah hundred percent yeah. yeah. So the, the um, ha, ha, you, you talked many things here. It's really great. 
something I've always really valued in you, and, and uh, you've I've gained a lot of wisdom from you over the, over the, the years, recent years when we've journeyed together. Um, you, when you talk about people in addiction, but we can't, you know, you, I can make a connection with say like working too much or whatever it is, those things. So, um, but you, what what is lovely about how you talk about that is that um, when you talk about the journey, so we're actually we're all in recovery. And for me, that's been really liberating to kind of have that mindset of actually, well, I'm I'm very much a work in progress. I may not be addicted to heroin or alcohol or whatever those things, but there's things I need to, I can kind of smooth out and get, kind of sort out in my life. So I think that that is a re- really valuable perspective. And that's pretty much what we're talking about now is that, okay, yeah. we're all on a journey of of discovering, you know, the, the best way of doing things and ourselves and, and kind of getting rid of baggage. So there are many ways to do that you um some some ideas around you said about kind of in the morning about kind of being still uh what about kind of uh activity what about mm. what about exercise what about um going outside what, what any any thoughts on that yeah so rest isn't just about you know sitting in a quiet room cross-legged and meditating in silence <laughs> yeah that can be super helpful yeah but rest is about what brings you life right. what inspires you for a lot of people Nature is scientifically proven, the colours of nature, to actually yeah. relax us. So getting out in nature is super important. Secondly, um, if we store stress in our muscles, so if I'm not working that stress out, then that's going to be very difficult to rest. Okay. So I need to exercise to then relax. Yeah. So re- so exercise is a super important part. And if you can yeah. find exercise that you actually enjoy, if you love football, do football. If you love surfing, do surfing. If you love Zumba, do Zumba. Yeah. Whatever your thing is, do that. A, because it's not just going to be good for you in terms of using your body, getting stress out of your muscles, yeah. but it's going to be fun and you're going to enjoy it. It's going to be inspiring as well. Yeah. Creativity is another thing. Do you like music? Yeah. Do you like art? Do you like, what is your, th- what do you like doing? Mm. Do you like just getting into the woodwork studio? Studio and you know whatever your thing is yeah. find out what that is and it doesn't matter if it's not cool yeah there's so much pressure to be like find a cool thing right you know there's always trends like open water swimming and yeah. don't follow the trend you know try them out if you're intrigued but yeah. find what makes you happy and what you enjoy that gets you mindful and present in the moment Very for good. me i love surfing when i'm on a wave i'm not thinking about anything else other than being in the moment yeah. it detaches me from all of those things yeah. but also being in the ocean is a full body workout. I get a lot of stress out. So yeah. find out what exercise helps you. Get out in nature. It's super helpful. Um, yeah, because yeah. rest isn't just about not doing anything. Yeah, that's really good. Really helpful. I'm sure people who are listening to this will be able to think of something straight away that they know they just would love to do and that gives them life like you like you were saying. That's really great. Um, and I feel like we could do a whole series on, on this, on rest. We could keep going. Um, but we probably need to kind of draw it to a close can you can we just end on a kind of just anything any advice or encouragement for those that are actually listening to this and maybe thinking okay yeah maybe i need to change uh, some things or i need to be more intentional about about resting what 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 encouragement advice do you have for those i would just say start small and know it might be a little bit of a bumpy ride to rest yeah which sounds silly but it, it actually gives us an insight as to how important it is yeah right so start slow maybe just carve out 10 minutes you know, in the morning, if you can, five minutes, just a moment to do some deep breathing. Mm. Just start there. For me personally, I've worked out that my rhythm is that if I don't take a week off, at least within every three months, I burn out. Right. So I have a rhythm of holiday. Yeah. And you can do that on four weeks holiday. Right. Every season, when it changes, 
you can have a, you know, we normally get about five weeks holiday in the UK. Yeah. I know that within every three months, I need to take a week off. Yeah. Okay. Um, so find out what your rhythm is when mm. you need to take a break. That's mm. super helpful. Um, and then the other thing is take time out to work out what you're gifted at and good at. And right. think about work as vocation. Yeah. What's your unique contribution to planet Earth? Mm. And maybe start trying to take little incremental walks towards that rather than being going to work just for money. Right. Yeah. Work for money. If that's what drives you, inspires you, then fair play. But for a lot of people, I think actually don't spend years doing a job that you hate. Mm. We all sometimes have to do jobs that we don't like just mm. to pay the bills. That's life. But start heading towards things that you're actually gifted and good at yeah. because if you actually bring your gifting to, to, to society people yeah. will want to pay you for it because you are actually inspired by it That's really and good. people are looking for inspiration not just you know nine to five slog yeah. there's got to be more so I would start thinking about that as well that's brilliant so good so many Great nuggets there you've given us. Thanks so much. Um, I think I'll be listening to this one again over and over to uh, make sure I don't miss anything. But And so, thank you so much for being with us. Pleasure. Thank you for having and me. Thank you for ending this podcast series. Uh, it's an honour to have you here. Uh, I look forward to um, seeing what's next on the horizon for you as well. Thank you.